Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Oh yeah, the New York Giants beat the Seattle Seahawks 17-12 at 4 o'clock football for us. New York Giants now improved to 5-7. and seven. That's four wins in a row, baby. Seattle Seahawks fall to 8-4. and four. They are now 5-1 and one at home. You want to know why they're 5-1 and one at home and they're not undefeated at home? That's because the New York Giants beat them at home, ladies and gentlemen. Colt McCoy is now better than Russell Wilson, who's one of the best, if not the best, quarterbacks in the NFL. Just kidding. But Russell Wilson looked lost sometimes uh, on the field today. You have the Philadelphia Eagles who were recording after their game. They lost as well to the Green Bay Packers. Came back a little bit with like a punt return. Whatever. They lost. They're done. 30-6 to six was your final score for them. Giants are now 5-7 and seven once again. Four wins in a row. Philadelphia Eagles fall to 3-8-1. and one. And now we'll preview. Uh, in this episode, we will recap this Giants game versus the Seattle Seahawks. We do this every week. So stay tuned. Subscribe to the Giant Take Podcast. Give us a rating and review. Follow us on Twitter. We got some tweets out there. If you saw my last uh, Twitter post, you have a picture of Cole McCoy. And you know what it says at that picture? By that picture? Now, under that? What is that? Above that picture? The Seahawks just lost to this man. Yeah, they did lose to Colt McCoy. All right. Episode number 66 of the Giant Take Podcast starts right now. Welcome back. Oh, it's an it's it's an exciting feeling right now. I can't even speak. Um, somehow my voice is not lost, and I am joined. I'm Josh, if you didn't know, and I'm joined by my co-host Alex as we give previews and recaps to every game of the season. But this one feels extra special. This one has a little spice, little cherry on top. Oh, what a game! Alex, how are you doing? I am doing spectacular. This, I would say, is the best uh, day of our podcast because of this Giants win. This is the best Giants win we've had in a long, long time. Um, not in terms of the offensive performance, to be uh, to be fair. Not bad. Colt McCoy did his job quite clearly, and we came away with the victory, but all the credit in this game, and I mean almost all of it, 95% has to go to Patrick Graham and that defense. Um phenomenal performance and I'm going to clap it up for everyone even Isaac Yadam we've hated on him but he had a faultless 
um, performance. And he didn't make a single mistake to my eyes, um, at least. You know, I'm sure he did make something. But you know what? Respect to him. Respect to James Bradbury pretty much shutting down DK Metcalf. Yes, he got 80 yards, but that's pretty much shutting down DK Metcalf. Um, You know, he's so dynamic in that way. But I think really the real credit here has to go to Leonard Williams. I mean, what a performance. Two and a half sacks, um, probably the best of his career so far. Just crazy. And, you know, it was exciting to see him play today. Uh, You know, hopefully we see more of this in the future. And this is, you know, shaping up to be his best season of his career. Uh, You know, it, it was a good defensive performance. We shut down their run game. Our run game was great. Wayne Gallman, Alfred Morris, the two. Um, you know, unthinkable heroes, but, uh, yeah, them, the offensive line, it was an overall great performance. It got close at the end, but whoop, another Giants win. Yeah. I mean, I was tweeting out the whole time, Alfred Morris, who practice squad, who I think is what I said. Oh, it was, it was just wonderful. The way that they pushed through every single play, man, Wayne Gallman and Alfred Morris were the perfect players on that field today. It was unbelievable. We'll go into the stats later, as you know. Um, if, if you're a faithful um, the giant giant take listener, I guess you could say TGT listener. I don't know if we're going to go by that anytime soon. But, um, oh, my God, what a game. <laughs> I, I just said it twice, but I don't even care. Did you know, Alex, that the last time the Seahawks um, scored teenage points was against the L.A. Rams? And that was, I think, four weeks ago now where they got 16. Besides that, I'll go week by week, 38. 35, 38, 31, 27, 34, 37, 34, 16, like I said, 28, 23, and then 12 this week. The least amount of points the Seattle Seahawks have scored all season comes against the New York Giants and the New York Giants defense. I remember when we felt nervous. That was in the fourth quarter of this game. That was on the last play of this game, actually. But I remember... How last season and seasons prior to that, we were not happy with our defense. We have been happy every single game besides one against San Francisco 49ers. I'm not going to forget about it this season. So yes, all, everything, everything that was good about this game has to go to Patrick Graham. We had some slip-ups on the special teams again. Mainly just one, and that was the safety. That was actually very lucky. Uh, Hand was out of bounds. That resulted in the safety which resulted in um, the Seahawks taking the ball at their side of the field and not having enough time to at least get a field goal or a touchdown. That could have very well been a touchdown. This could have been a very different game, but it wasn't. And don't let that scoreline fool you. You see that scoreline and you go, whoa, well, the Giants narrowly defeated them 17-12. It was very close. Come on. I mean, we got to be fair here. The The New York Giants defense was so tired on that. We have the call where they weren't able to get the substitutes. I don't know what was right, what was wrong. Joe Judge was complaining about that, as he does most calls. Um, but let's be fair. It was 17-5 this whole freaking game. There was nothing doubting that. And I just want to make this clear right now before Alex goes. I got a text from him before the game. We have no chance. Thank you. Well, I think most Giants fans felt that way. Um, just trying to defend myself here. I think I, I thought we had no chance. Uh, I pretty much said that the entire last episode. I think Josh said similarly. Um, yeah, I'm throwing you under the bus now. Um, yeah, I, it, was, it was crazy. And I was shocked. I was watching I it. I put it in writing. 
I did not put it in any form of writing, of text, of anything. Josh and about you posted on Twitter. Nope. No, nope. Okay. No. And then when you and 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 just want to make it clear. Once they got the touchdown, the perfectly placed pass by Russell Wilson, I got another depre- uh, another text, depression text from Alex. It was quite the depression text of, that's it. There goes our lead. It's over. Get ready for them to lose it. It's done. Game's over. The New York Giants won this game. I don't, I don't know what podcast you're listening to. We're going to have to get upbeat again in a minute because this is going down a really dark path. The New York Giants won this game. We're still the leaders in the NFC East. And if you're telling me that you see the Dallas Cowboys winning, you're telling me you see the Washington football team winning? I would tell you you are wrong. This is going to get thrown in my face. I really hope not on Thursday's episode. But come on. You're telling me you see a team in the Dallas Cowboys going out there and beating the Baltimore Ravens? No. You see the Washington football team going out there? And beating the undefeated 11-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. Alex is giving me a thumbs up. So I, you have this. You have the Steelers winning this one. I, I put it in my official predictions on Thursday's episode that the Steelers are going to win. But I'm feeling an upset. Don't be shocked if the Washington football team beat the Pittsburgh Steelers tomorrow. All right. Well, we're not even getting into that. It's actually today, Alex. I mean, to be honest. Oh, but, today, um, yeah. So I think we should go through, by the way. New York Giants were underdogs in this game. If you didn't know, we had a minus 11 for the Seahawks in this one. So if you bet on this game, I really hope you picked the Giants because you got some cash. You got some money. Um, but I, I just like to go, this is what it says here, is that Seahawks were 86% favorited in this game. That's fine with me. I The underdog mentality really helped. And I think uh, uh, License Plate Guy tweeted out before the game, um, I don't know who it was. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it was a brand. Who knows? It was like six, seven people who put out their predictions for this week, week 13. And all of them had the Seahawks. And he's like, underdog energy. I love the underdogs. Here, uh, they have the New York, I guess this is the New York Giants and Seattle um, writers for ESPN. Um, Giants' very own, Giants community's favorite, Jordan Ronan. Had Seattle winning this one 27-16. And Henderson, I don't know who that is. I should have done some research beforehand. Had the Seahawks winning 27-14. Um, you also have Mookie Alexander, the field goals writer, who came on our podcast to preview this game. Had the Seahawks scoring 35 points. I think we had like 35-20 final. Yeah, that's not happening. New York Giants win. New York Giants win. If you didn't know, the New York Giants won. To be fair to all those people, we did have similar predictions. I believe Josh had 28 to 10, and I had like 24 16 or 24 17. So we can't get too mad at them, but we can still deflect um, our mistakes onto them, which we will continue to do for the rest of the episode. Um, but yeah, great performance going into the game. Um, you know, defensively, they really were only about to get three points in the entire first half. Um, obviously uh, up until that Riley Dixon blocked punt. I, I don't know what we're doing on special teams. We just seem to be struggling. I, like, I don't know what the solution Joe Judge needs to get in there and start fixing a few things. Um, but yeah, that was really one of the only bad spots of today's game. No, I was just going to say, just one thing, Riley Dixon looks shaken up after that too. 
Um, we got nervous that going into halftime, we were like, oh, shoot, this is really bad if he comes off in the second half and he's not able to go. We don't have a punter. <laughs> we don't have a punter in this situation. But he looked good um, after that. I mean, not not on the block uh, block pun. I don't know who to blame on that. I don't know what that was. Um, you had Evan Ingram in the beginning. I thought it was all over. I thought he was returning for a touchdown. He hurdled a man. Whoever that was, I picked it off. I'll find that in a minute. Quandre Diggs. Thank you. Ooh, Alex Swifting in on that one. Um, and yeah, a tip, another tip pick for Evan Ingram. That's another one. Last tip pick for Evan Ingram was, I think, that Buccaneers game where I just got completely obliterated by New York Giants fans. Um, but yeah, another tip pick, and that was that wasn't Colt McCoy's fault. I don't think that was Colt McCoy's fault. That was definitely Evan Ingram's fault. Um, but let's go to the touchdown drive. Four plays, eighty yards. Took no more than two minutes. Colt McCoy, short pass to Caden Smith for three yards. And I have to admit, this was tough watching Colt McCoy play for the Giants this, this game. It was tough that we knew, like, we can't pass it here. Like, this, we, we have to, we can't pass it here. Um, Justin, Justin Panic from Talk of Giants, been on this podcast, I don't even know how many times now. I think four, three or four. And he, tw- he was tweeting out, he was going live streaming. He hated Jason Garrett in this game. He's hated him all season. He's like, where are the explosive plays? We have said it. We want more explosive plays in this Giants offense. I agree. He hated the first down running. It was so predictable. They gain yards most of the time on it. They gain yards. So as much, you, you know, we can try and run. And, and I feel like most of the time when he was asked to do his job, he did it well, Colt McCoy. I think that that's a fair estimate. You know, he was he was rushing it sometimes. He definitely threw the ball low a lot of the time. That was definitely something I saw. He was under pressure. He was nervous. Uh, you know, that that is what it is. That's a backup. He's a backup. He's a backup quarterback. I don't expect much more. I don't expect much less. But I definitely thought he stepped up and he played like he needed to play. He was he was asked what he was asked, and he completed what he needed to complete in order for the Giants to win this game. You know, I see people on Giants Twitter freaking out. I saw someone saying that Colt McCoy should be the new starting quarterback. They 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 need something to change in their brains because, you know, I don't know if they were watching a different Colt McCoy, maybe a Colt McCoy that actually panned out as a starting quarterback in the NFL. But, you know, that was not the one we saw today. He had an average performance. He did just enough to get us by and, barely, and you know, barely by in sense of the scoreline, really all the – you know, running by Wayne Gallman, Alfred Morris, a little bit by Deion Lewis, um, really, you know, carried um, the load for the, our offense. And, you know, funny, Josh was mentioning Deion Lewis, like the third string running back. We only see him on passing downs now and not even every passing down. There was a couple passing downs where I saw Wayne Gallman was in there and Deion Lewis is just like in the doghouse. He's gone. Um, I don't know what he's, I guess, fallen out of favor with Jason Garrett, Joe Judge and that offense. Um and Alfred Morris getting two touchdowns, by the way. Let's give him some kudos. Um, you know, the ageless veteran. Um, that, that's what I'm going to I did it to. all over Twitter. I did that all over Twitter. I gave my love to Alfred Morris, of course. Sorry. I mean, Alfred Morris is the GOAT. So, um, you know, we, we, have to, we have to give him all the mad respect possible. Um, but no. Wayne Gallman, yeah. No, the rookies this game, too. I mean, come on, Nico Lalos again, fumble recovery. Darnay Holmes again. Carter Tate Coughlin. Crowder. Tate Crowder played Tate well. Tate Crowder, well. Mr. He Relevant. Sack. Go, keep going. He got a sack. Everyone was doing well. We saw Cam Brown in there. We saw Xavier McKinney in there for a few snaps. 
Um, he was a QB spy, I believe, on one snap I saw. Um, yes, he was, Josh. Josh's giving me a look that, like, no, he wasn't, but he was. Everyone go fact check me on that. I'm sure Josh is doing that as we speak. Um, and, you know, I, I thought our defense played well. Julian Love even came in there at the end and was like, oh, my God, he could have picked that ball off at the end, but he couldn't hold on to it, luckily. Uh, you know, we got that stop on fourth and long, so that didn't really matter. Logan Ryan looked decent. And, you know, just for a minute, let's talk about the uh, commentators. The amount of love that they showed to Jamal Adams was ridiculous. I saw some people talking about it on um, Twitter as well. And it was like every single time the guy got near the ball, they were like falling in love with him. Like leave, like someone got either got paid by Jamal Adams or the Seahawks to talk about him very nicely or something else is going on that we don't want to know. What's going on? Like Jamal Adams, he had an okay game. Like he didn't do anything special. He sacked Colt McCoy once. Congratulations, you sacked Colt McCoy. Oh, he loves blitzing. Oh my god, he's like the blitz master. Like not not in that way. Like he just loves blitzing. That's why he blitzes off the side. But it's it's not the hard. Like okay, I'm not trying to make saying being a professional football player isn't uh you know difficult. But when you're blitzing off the edge unexpectedly, of course you're going to be able to get more pressure than. Uh, someone who's expected to be rushing. Like, uh, you know, when, when I play Madden, I rush people off the edge and it's just effective because it's 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 not expected and it's like in a game. And that's what Jamal Adams reminds me of. Um, you know, anyone who plays Madden out there, terrible game, terrible game, um, you know, will understand, you know, how... And, and you just... Uh, Jamal Adams, he's okay. He's a good safety, but he's not even really a safety. I saw someone call him the best edge safety in the league. Okay. I'm not going to go into Jamal Adams over here. I don't need to, uh, I don't need to even, I'm not even going to ride the train of Jamal Adams. We talked to, uh, if you really want to hear about it, actually plug, 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 go to episode number 65 of the giant take podcast. Listen to that. It's a preview of the New York Giants versus Seattle Seahawks game with Mookie Alexander, who is from Field Goals, which is SB Nation for the Seattle Seahawks. And we ask him about the trade. So if you want to hear it from a Seattle insider, we shouldn't really be giving you information on it. You can go listen to that episode and you'll figure it out yourself. Alex, going back to what you were saying about the announcers, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I haven't listened to announcers covering this game on TV probably since, I don't even know, like week five, maybe. Um, for any of you people who are sick of them, uh, I completely recommend Entertainer and Bad Dog Stream. Um, they do their best job that they can, um, play-by-play, analysis of the game, and it's two Giants fans. Like, what else do you want, right? If you're going to get this BS from announcers, um, and there are very good ones out there. I'm not going to, like, if I'm getting a good announcer, and I don't want to start listing people because, I'm, you know, we're all going to have different opinions, but... When there's good announcers on, I'm listening to them. But so far, we have not gotten the A-list announcers. I guess I guess they don't. CBS and Fox, really Fox, don't value the Giants too much because they're giving us the C-list announcers that call college games and stuff like that. So, and that's not an insult to them. I'm just saying, like, it, they're, it's not. They're not. They're not giving us their top guys. So anyway, really, what I'm saying here is go check out Entertain and Bad Dark Dream every time there's a game. I think they rotate channels per week, but yeah, Alex, that's what I've been watching. So you're telling me this is breaking news to me. If they're if they were loving Jamal Adams out there, I have no idea. 
Yeah, so I was actually tuning into their stream also. I also enjoy doing that, but, um, you know, sometimes it's difficult for me to focus and then my internet cuts out then it's, it's a whole big issue. So I, I, I was forced to listen to the commentary today and it was, uh, it was not the best, let's just say that. Um, but yeah, um, I'm away from the commentary now, going to, you know, the game once again. I don't know how much we can talk about it, but I just want to talk about it more because I'm so happy right now. Um, I think offensively, we saw Shane Lemieux come in as a fullback a few times. We saw Elijah Penny get a few carries, which I thought was pretty interesting. And Jason Garrett, yes, you know, people were upset at his play calling, but I don't know what else they expected him to do. Did they see Colt McCoy out there? He's not exactly like Patrick Mahomes. Like he, he's, he, like you can't ask him to throw the ball on first down. You yeah, no. can, but you don't want, it's not going to end well. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think we also didn't see Matt Paired out there. He was recovered from COVID-19. But we didn't see him out there too much. Too much, I have to say. Andrew Thomas looked good once again after that, um, you know, pretty bad performances throughout the first few weeks of the NFL season. He's really stepped it up. So I'd like to give um, our uh, our credit to, to Goose. <laughs> The new offensive line coach, Goose, what I, I, I think. Dave, right? We're calling him Dave. J- good job, Dave. Uh, Joe Judge, always love you on the sidelines. Going crazy over there. Just just credit to the Giants, man. It's such a happy feeling. I mean, like, I feel like when we're recording this, we're recording this during uh, Sunday Night Football. But because, like, all of our hyped-up energy is kind of gone. You kind of saw in the beginning of the episode. We're just happy right now, right? We're going into Monday Top of the division. Who gives a sh- crap what happens on Monday or Tuesday, right? I mean, come on. This is it's it's just great what's going on right now with the Giants. So I think we should go to the touchdown drive. I want to do that. Um, like I said, four plays, uh, not even two minutes. It was Colt McCoy, short pass to Caden Smith for three yards. Wayne Gallman, 60-yard run. I think everyone remembers that on second down. Alfred Morris, 13-yard twos, pushing through. And then his four-yard rush. And then also the uh, completed attempt for two-point conversion. Um, that helped out too. And then next uh, touchdown drive for the Giants to the five-play drive, 48 yards. Wayne Gallman for three yards on first down. Then Wayne Gallman again for 13 yards. First and 10, Wayne Gallman again for 23 yards. Then Alfred Morris for three yards. And then Alfred Morris put it in for a six-yard touchdown. Um, and, and that's really it. I mean, for the Giants. I'm not I'm not going to the Seattle Seahawks game-wise. But, yeah, Tay Crowder got a sack in there. Like I, the rookies really stepped up in this game. So that's great to see. And you got to give credit. I was going to mention this earlier. I, I'm happy I remembered. Got to give credit to Dave Gettleman. Dave Gettleman is happy right now sitting in that GM seat. Giants are five and seven. His draft picks are, you know, are, are, cre- are uh, paying off, I would say, right now. Um, yes, really, all, all I saw on Twitter, the only thing you can really blame him of right now, and there's people I'm missing. So, you know, Alex, you can mention it. Peep Giants on Twitter, you can mention it or whatever. Only really big bust that I'm seeing from the draft right now is DeAndre Baker. Everything else is really paying off for the Giants. And I, I'm not mentioning like injuries because that's not Dave's fault specifically, right? I mean, you didn't expect Baker to do this. What, Alex? Alex is making a face at me right now. But I, I just want to give credit to, to Gettleman because 
r- right now what he's done is paying off Blake Martinez and all those signings. Bradbury locked down DK Metcalf for the most part. I'm going to get to the stats in a minute. Go ahead, Alex. Oh, I was just laughing that you're referring to Dave Gettleman by first name basis. Now we got Dave, the offensive line coach, and now Dave as in Dave Gettleman. So, um, you know, so both Dave's doing a fantastic job. I think that's what we're really trying to get to. Um, Josh, you want to get into the stats? Yeah, let's do it. So we'll go to Giant. Um, we'll go to Seahawks first. Get them out of the way. Russell Wilson, twenty-seven for forty-three, two hundred sixty-three yards, touchdown, and a pick. Chris Carson, thirteen rushes for sixty-five yards. DK Metcalf. So he did have. Okay, all right. Let's be clear here. We had the stiff arm, right? That went viral. That was on ESPN. That was on CBS. That was on Sports Illustrated. We get it. If you think about it, though, while getting stiff arm to the freaking ground he was like facing upwards on the ground um james bradbury was able to get a hand on the football he's trying to jab off the football and he got the guy tackled so that's a giants fans perspective of course but that's all i have to say we basically shut dk Metcalf uh down with james bradbury is what i'm trying to say uh five receptions for 80 yards tyler lockett had six catches for 63 yards let's get away from there uh, we'll go on to the Giants now. Colt McCoy, 13 for 22, 105 yards, one touchdown, one reception. Wasn't his fault. Wayne Gallman, uh, 16 carries, 135 yards. That's eight and a half yards per carry. Very good from Wayne Gallman. Eight and a half yards. That's that's Saquon Barkley numbers right there. Alfred Morris, uh, eight carries for 39 yards. He averaged about five yards a carry. And then he had the two touchdowns, obviously one rushing, and then one counted as receiving. Evan Ingram led the Giants in yardage uh, receiving, which I don't understand. I'm not even – the catching balls of Evan Ingram, it's like sometimes it's be, it's like he only catches the hard balls and, and then some – like the ones that are hard to get. And then sometimes he gets the easy – like he can't catch the easy ones, yet he like caught an easy one. It was perfect place ball by Colt McCoy. I can't even get to it. But Evan Ingram has a catching problem. So that's all I have to say. Four, uh, four catches, 32 yards. He averaged eight yards a catch. Golden Tate, four yards. Four catches, 30 yards, seven and a half uh, per um, catch. And then Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton each had one catch. Um, you had Nico Lalos, who had the fumble recovery. Let's see what else. Blake Martinez leads the, the team in tackles in this game once again with 10 total tackles. And let's see, is there anything that I am missing? Darnay Holmes had the pick. Got to get to that. Another rookie. I already mentioned it. But yeah, that, that's about it. And Graham Gano missed a field goal. That's very extra points. Extra point, man. That ends the streak. How upsetting is that? Alright, I think we'll go to the outro. Let's just let's just go right now. All right, welcome to the outro of the Giant Take Podcast. We appreciate you listening to episode 66 this far. Alex, will start us off with thegiantake.com. Thegiantake.com. We have new blog posts. Josh just released one on the Knicks draft grades. Um, so make sure to go check that out for all you Knicks fans, NBA fans, anybody who can read um, perfect for you. Um, check out episodes that we have on there. All our episodes are on there so you can listen from the website. If you don't want to go to Apple Podcasts or any other source, um, if you're just on your computer, go right to thegiantake.com, click episodes, and you can listen right there. 
Um, we also have a homepage where you can subscribe to our newsletter, which will give you updates when there's new episodes, blog posts, anything, announcements, whatever. Um, so make sure to check that out as well. Click support the podcast and it'll take you to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the giant take. Um, and there we have a $2 tier with fan requests, shout out on the podcast and a private community. I don't want you to limit to just people who can't read or can read. There are people who can't read out there. You never know. So actually you can still use the giant take podcast and then use a text to speech and then it'll read it to you. So you can, you can still. That's true. You know what? Good point. So anybody can listen to it. Yeah. Don't limit the people that can read. read Yeah. Read or listen to it, whatever. You'll, you'll be able to check it out no matter what. So thank you, Alex. I, I appreciate that you've, that you've changed your mind on that. Go follow Alex on Twitter while I'm mentioning you at anorian 23 Go follow me on Twitter at joshola 29 And go follow the main place where you're going to get your Giants content, the Giant Take Pod. So for the Giant Take Pod, we do this every single game, or you'll get at least you'll get new episode updates on there as well. You'll get new uh, blog post updates. But the biggest thing, I think, is really our game updates. Um, first half through second half, first quarter through fourth quarter, we give you game updates throughout the whole game. We'll let you know what's going on. Um, you know, third down stops, touchdowns, end of first quarter, second quarter, halftime, whatever. We got you there. So if you're not able to follow the game, meaning watch the game, listen to the game, whatever, um, go follow us on Twitter and we'll keep you updated. And then go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Giant Take. Uh, if you go back to Twitter or while you're still on Twitter, go follow Talking Blues Pod. It's a podcast that Alex and I have with our friend Peter. Uh, that's a Chelsea podcaster in the English Premier League. And then go follow, like I said, talk, Talking Blues Pod on Twitter and go listen to it on all podcast platforms. Speaking of that, wherever you're listening to The Giant Take, please subscribe. Go to the rating and review wherever you can, mainly Apple Podcasts. really helps us out. Give us five stars on there. That would be perfect. Share with one friend, share with friends and family, and then share on your social medias. Be sure to tag us at the Giant Take Pod if you're going to do it on Twitter, at the Giant Take if you're going to do it on Instagram and Facebook. I think that's it from me. Once again, Giants win this game, and they're sitting on top of the NFC East for now, here on Monday morning. That is a wrap for episode number 66 of the Giant Take Podcast. I've been your host, Alex, always joined by Josh. And we'll see you next time with another Giants preview. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. 
It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.